Hey guys, before we jump in this week, we just wanted to share a quick message from our sponsors over at Podcorn. If you're like us and love podcasting and you either already have your own podcast or are thinking of starting a podcast, you're probably wondering what everyone else wonders. How in the F do you make a profit and start getting those sponsors? A common myth with podcasting is that you have to have millions and millions of downloads to get started. Well, guess what? You don't. Podcorn is a great place to start monetizing your unique show. Podcorn is a marketplace that connects podcasts and brands to all different types of sponsorship opportunities. And the best part about it is it's free. We all love free, don't we? So go ahead. Head over to podcorn.com, get registered, and start making that money, honey. You can also click on the link in the Girl Why Podcast show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorships opportunities today. Don't forget, guys, check out www.podcorn.com to start getting your paid sponsorships today. Be like us. You got to get paid and make that money. Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast with your hosts, Vanessa and Terry. Your weekly podcast where no topic is off limits. All right, welcome back, guys. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Terry. And guys, this week we have a really special guest. If you guys um, are familiar, we are super fans of 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom. And this week we were lucky enough to get Tyler from Teen Mom OG on with us. So hi, Tyler. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely, Tyler. I was telling Tyler before we hit the official record button that I have been following him and his story with Caitlin since 16 and Pregnant. I have literally watched every episode, every special. So I love him and his wife and his story. So when he agreed to come on the show with us, I was so excited. So I am so excited to share this with everybody. We have a bunch of questions lined up for Tyler and he's basically said he's an open book. So we're going to have a lot of fun with him this week. (laughs) Go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. Terry's going to get us started. Yes. Yeah, so first of all, congratulations on another season. Thank you. It keeps going. We don't know why, but <laughs> we love it. <laughs> so I'm going to skip around a little bit. When you and Kate signed up for 16 and Pregnant, did you ever think that you would be our, where you are today with the show and the fans? No, we actually had no idea. So me and Kate, when we first uh, signed up for all this, we thought we were going to be on like True Life. So oh. we were like... They- <laughs> title yet so we were like yeah we told all our friends like we're gonna be on true life you know when true life was still a thing which i like that show too guilty (laughs) so uh yeah so we had no idea it was supposed to just be like a one hour um episode and that was it uh but then it ended up just like i don't know it just ended up taking off and it was it you know got the 16 and pregnant working title happened and they wanted us to be the finale and stuff and they um they actually had a girl picked out before us but they like canceled her because they wanted to show an adoption story. So it was just, we had no idea it was going to turn into this crazy uh, thing that it is. Yeah. 10 years or 11 years now? 11 years. That's what I thought. 11 years. That's what I thought. That's crazy. Rare in uh, like reality TV or everyone. Crazy. It's wild. So are you still located in the hometown that you grew up in? I'm actually located like uh, 30 to 40 minutes north of where I grew up. But yeah, I'm still in the city. I'm actually way more out in the middle of nowhere because I just kept getting <laughs> further away from it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're actually about like a half hour north of where we grew up. But yeah, still in the same little, you know, community. So. so I'm sure people recognize you everywhere you go. What is that like? Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's funny because like they, they recognize us when we leave our hometown, right? Ah, but, yeah. 
here they they're so used to like seeing the camera like people so they don't really freak out that much when we're like in our hometown but the moment we step you know on an airplane or or you know downtown Detroit it's like <laughs> everyone's like what yeah that so, uh, we're not so don't even realize that we live in Michigan so it's kind of crazy but uh we get re- I mean getting recognized is something you just kind of you know part of the job so. how do you deal with it though like let's say you're out with kate and the girls and you know you're just trying to have like you know like for example last night's episode you're at an you're at an orchid you're just trying to have fun with your family and i'm sure people walk up to you like how do you deal with that well i kind of feel okay so here's my thing like 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 probably eating at a restaurant i just feel like it's common sense to just wait till i'm done or whatever. <laughs> people are just like they just come up in the middle of dinner i got like i'm eating like steak and I'm like, <laughs> you know they're like, you know, let's take a picture. I'm like, all right, hang on. Let me wipe my mouth and get ready. It's like, <laughs> like when I'm eating the time, I hate it. Uh, but any other time, I kind of feel like, in a way, like, I kind of owe these people. Like, because if it wasn't for them watching, if it wasn't for you guys watching, we wouldn't even be here. So, in a way, I actually really enjoy connecting with them. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, wow, it makes it just more real. Like, wow, you guys really like, you tune in every week. Like, you know, we live in our own world. So it's kind of like, you know, you don't, we try not to, we don't even watch the show ourselves. So we kind of stay. You don't. Yeah, no, no. Why not? <laughs> just out of curiosity. Like, I'm surprised to hear that. Because in my mind, and again, I've never been on a TV show that's ran as long as yours or anything like that. I feel like I'd be tuned in because I want to see everything that they're going to because you know you guys record or uh tape and then you don't know what's going to be the final edit out there so you guys don't watch that's that's interesting i can't watch because i feel like my philosophy of watching it is like i just don't want to think who i am because oh like i saw something that you know ooh, i'm gonna you know i just want to just i don't i want to say as far disconnected from it as possible get it like a job like it pay i do this you know it is what it is but like um i don't want to watch it because i feel like it would be hard right to not watch it like oh man oh yeah i think the problem would be because you guys record and then there's time between recording you live your life and then it plays so it's like going back and reliving things over and that would be the part that i think i would probably struggle with like the most well my whole thing is i i I don't want to watch it because i lived it so i know exactly what happened i don't know how the editors are gonna you know put it together and crafted but i know exactly what happened so i feel like you know i don't gotta watch because i lived it (laughs) you know definitely if you could go back to 16 and pregnant if you knew then what you know now kind of thing what would you tell yourself you and kate i would just tell myself to be prepared for what's happening your your life is about to be crazy (laughs) uh i don't honestly i don't even know if i tell myself to run or just (laughs) out but um, I guess I tell myself just hold on because the ride is wild, man. It is. I, I'm still, I'm still shocked. Kind of like you know, even for the new season that's happening right now, uh, we're filming right now during COVID. So it's like just this whole thing, you know, randomly would just hit me in the face with like what's actually going on. <laughs> like it's crazy. What is your? Um, this wasn't even on the outline, but what is your like friends? Your I, know, I love your mom by the way. What is your mom and family and everybody think of this whole like? thing that has happened that you guys like we said earlier you went on this show you thought you were gonna do one thing it's turned into an entirely different world of like fans like what do they all think and how do they all deal with your celebrity yeah it's funny because you say celebrity we use we, we call that the c word so people <laughs> like, like oh my god you're a celebrity and we're like oh no don't say that or the f <laughs> Oh, famous man we're we're just we just happen to be on your tv sometimes like you know, but-, but you guys are i mean you guys are on netflix now i'm like pretty pretty sure i've seen the teen mom on netflix uh you guys are everywhere i mean you're it's famous technically uh, yeah 
<laughs> the F word. You use the F word. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, listen, my mom, like, she was actually the one that was really um, kind of supportive of it. She was like, you know, if you guys have an opportunity, you know, like, from where we're from, there's no opportunity. So, like, when it happens, you know, take it, take advantage of it. So, absolutely. Um, you know, so I think, like, we all kind of adapted to it really well. Like, our, like my mom, she's just like me. She's like, whatever. You know, I am. You don't like it. Whatever. And, you know, so we don't really um, – she doesn't really – she just thinks it's kind of wild how it happens so fast. Like, that's yeah. what they're all – how like you know it started out with this one thing and it just took off like wildfire so um but we all adapt pretty well to it we're all used to it now so family dinners cameras are there we're all like you know everyone's used to it so it's like whatever well yeah it's been 11 years now so i would imagine yeah you guys are kind of used to it and i know you guys are really close to your crew and things like that so i'm sure that all helps and makes it all a lot easier oh yeah we love our crew now, on not last night's episode, I believe the episode before last, last night's, and you wouldn't know because you didn't watch it, but I'll remind you, <laughs> you gave uh, Macy some advice on how to deal with Bentley's relationship with Ryan, which we've all seen, and we don't need to talk about their relationship so much. But have you ever thought of possibly like going into therapy and things like that since you are becoming a therapist, since you have lived through so much? I mean, you are you started at 16, but I think because of your experience, it seems like you've grown like, you're probably like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a four-year-old man. Like, no, you are. But, uh, you have so much wisdom. It seems like, or at least that's what you give across. I mean, I would. I mean, people. I don't know. I'm calling my calling it wisdom. I just feel like um, wisdom comes with like just different experiences. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I feel like, but uh, I don't know. I, I I I really thought I was gonna be a good therapist, but I I might be just too like <laughs> I might just be too cut and dry. I don't know. I, <laughs> I make it a very good one. Like, I mean, you can be kind of like, kind of cruel, cruelly. Cru- you can be kind of crucially honest sometimes. So maybe uh, brutally, <laughs> brutally. Thank you. I uh, I did go to school for two years college, and I just couldn't. I was not a college person. Right? You know, I just I don't know something about the standardized testing and the system. And how, all, I just, I, it's not for everybody. It ain't, and I it's feel not like for everybody. Often they do. People need to hear this more often that like you do not college does not define if you're successful or not. Like it's not part of it. So I uh, I did go to did two years of community school and then I was like, I got to fight my political science teacher. I was like, listen, I'm I'm paying. I'll argue with you. I'm <laughs> out. Of here. He said, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have loved to become a therapist. I think that was like well, growing up as a kid. Um, but. I get older now and I'm like, I don't know if I'd be that good of a therapist because I don't know if I'd be able to hold my tongue with some people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you have a lot to offer because of you've lived through so much, but yeah, you can be kind of brutally honest. So I don't know, maybe I do take that back in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you and Kate plan on dealing with the girls as they get older, being on TV and being in the spotlight, not going to use the F word, but have you guys thought about that at all? Yeah, I mean, we kind of give, we ask them, like, we know we're not old enough to kind of like, uh, you know, know the camera coming. We'll ask her, do you want to be on camera today? And if she says no, we tell the crew, like, do not film her today. Like, she doesn't want it. She doesn't want her face. Um, so we kind of make it, we kind of give it up to her to make the decision. And we also, the older we, the older she gets, we me and Kate kind of talk about, like, we don't really want her um to be completely have access to like like she, maybe she wants to film um us in the living room for a minute but the moment she wants to like get away as a kid in her own home she mm-hmm. has freedom to go and do that so we have a deal with the crew members like if she goes upstairs in a room or leaves the scene 
like you let her be she wants to go outside that's that's what she wants to do so we try to like you know balance it out um so she doesn't feel like obligated or like feel stressed out or have anxiety um about the camera crew but i think what noble loves the crew she goes out to the snack van they got a snack van a crafty van like gets all the good oreos and stuff so she actually loves the crew she calls them her gang she's like is my gang coming over today? oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> she is so funny she i was watching her like last night like she's hilarious i mean she cracks me up every time um because obviously you know and i'm sure you're up to par and everything like chelsea's recently leaving because aubrey's getting older and things like that are you worried about her teenage years when they come because noah's a little younger than the other kids so are you worried that once she becomes a teenager she's like sorry not my problem i don't want to deal with this mom and dad I mean, honestly, um, if, if, if she ever did, like, get old enough to say, hey, like, we always, we always ask her, so if she gets older, this keeps going on, which I don't, I don't know. I think it will. will. <laughs> if it does, which will be pretty crazy, but, I mean, I'm always going to give her the option. I don't think it's fair to kind of force this on your kids, uh, especially with her going to school. You don't like dealing with other kids. Kids are mean and cruel. Um, so I kinda, I'm going to let her kind of – guide that a little bit does she know she's on tv like does she like if you guys are commercials are playing or something or like a promo comes on does she realize i don't think she really grasped it because we don't really watch a lot of tv like right. honestly our big tv that i bought because i wanted it so bad is literally just plus it's a giant disney plus display <laughs> all my so like they just watch it but like we don't um she does like we'll hear kind of sometimes like i think she'll saw a clip one time of someone watching it on their phone and like, that's me that's you. and she's like oh my you and i'm like i know you're so cute and she's so cute um, <laughs> and like totally forgot about it so i think she's in such a fluid like little six-year-old head that she doesn't really grasp exactly what it is but she does know the cameras come over she does know that cameras are part of mom and dad's job and that's what we're doing and um so you know, I don't know when she's actually going to, like, get it. Right. Uh, but I feel better as long as we keep telling her and asking her, like, if she's okay with it. Then, I agree. You know, we'll feel her, 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 both of the, both of our kids are just set because of this. So we can't, we're blessed in all ways. Well, I, they have, they're going to have opportunities that we never, yeah. um, so the moment they decide or it's like, okay, you know, that's good. But at least I want them to know that I didn't, as a parent, I didn't put you on TV for nothing. Like, right, you're, right, you're right. Guy, you have things you, you're set um, in a different, you know, you're set for a different path that me and your mom never had. So that's kind of like our, that's kind of how we play it, I guess. Yeah, no, no. I'm honestly like, I don't know what it's like to be in your situation, but I kind of agree with you because, yeah, I know that this has opened up so many opportunities for you guys. And how could you say no to those things when life would be so different without it? So no judgment here. I You have to do what you have to do in a way. You know what I mean? The kids stay safe, and I want the, I want I, might, I want to make sure Nova knows that like her it's her house like right the over the camera we're shutting it down like my kid needs space my kid wants her safe space like this is her house so I feel like as long as we keep that big uh, it'll work out. <laughs> Anything shocking coming from this upcoming season that we're currently watching that you can share? Uh, dang, I don't know. See, things that I I don't think are shocking tend to be shocking. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think you're just. Gonna, a lot of um more or less i don't really know if it's shock but i think kind of find kate groove going kind of got her own little path set i feel like she kind of got this like different um she's got a different energy about it this time she's doing the microblading like right more like yeah and she's really into it and now she's she's doing multiple training to do lip washing and now she's getting the that she's getting all these certificates like all the time 
though. It's like, I'm kind of, wow, like, hit the go button. It was like, that was it. Good for um, her. I know she was kind of going back and forth on what she wanted to do. Um, so I think that's probably my, my favorite part. I don't know how much they're going to show of that. No, but as far as what we filmed and what we covered, uh, hopefully they kind of really focus on that. That's kind of the biggest, like, thing about uh, this last year. Well, let her know that I think her going into microblading is so freaking smart because one, me and Terry are obsessed with microblading. Yeah. We both had ours done before. And <laughs> like she said in the show, like, this is something that you guys will be, she'll be able to set you guys up for life in the sense of like, she can set her own schedule. She can do it as, you know, as much or as little as she wants. And it's such a good skill to have. And with the way the world is going with like, you know, just like people being so vain, unfortunately, perfect field yeah. to go into. And like, me and Tara are like, shit, we need to become like really good friends with Kaylee because I need her to hook these eyebrows up. <laughs> yeah, when I need to tap out. Thing. <laughs> and I think another part of it is that like what I really thought was kind of interesting mentioned how um this industry is more it's it's also has a lot to do with like herself, like self-care. She's had a lot of struggles with her own mental health. Yeah. Like she, it, it almost gives her even more motivation to do it because she knows that she's helping other women feel like really good when they walk in and they walk out. It's um, so, so true. She's into this. Like, yeah, it's a self-care really. Like, you it make, really you're is. Done, like, it, it's so true. Like me and Terry, like I, her and I, we've gotten both of our eyebrows done before. And like, it sounds kind of like cheesy to say, but like, I do feel better and prettier because my eyebrows look nicer. And like, I don't know for us women, I guess that is what matters. And like, so she is like right on it. And I think she made a good choice. I mean, I know she thought about like veterinary school and things like that, but I don't know. I think she really like made a good choice. Like, I think this is a good one. And you can yeah, make Vanessa, it. Vanessa will yeah. tell me, she'll be like, wow, you look like shit. But those eyebrows on fleek though. Because you know, <laughs> yeah. eyebrows, like, I know you you're know, a girl. Tyler, but like eyebrows shape your face. They're important. It's an important yeah. feature. And like, Again, like I said, listen, I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel good. I don't know. <laughs> but listen, she did good, got, though. She's doing all the lashes stuff. Yes. So like the whole, she's doing the whole, whole good face. Her. And the lash thing is, like, huge. Like, so I'm actually really excited for her. I'm proud of her for what she's kind of, you know, yeah, she pressed the go button, like I said, and she just did it. So it's great. Good for her. Good for her. Um, so are we going to see Butch this season at all? Good question. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know if you're actually going to see him. Uh, he, uh, he's went back to Texas and he's, you know, he wasn't really, he kind of relapsed and he's kind of doing some stupid ass stuff, but, uh, I think you might get a phone call. I think we filmed a phone call that I talked on the mm-hmm. phone or something mm-hmm. like that. They might air that. Like, I don't know. He kind of, yeah, he, he he's kind of in and out right now, but, uh, we'll see. How are you happens, dealing with that? Yeah, I kind of touch. I mean, like, you know, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where, um, I just kind of accepted who he is. Like, okay. Like I feel like when someone's addiction, like I, I have this thing where I always want to just try to find some kind of solution or like we can figure the path out for this to we can fix this. And I think it's easier for me now. I just let it go. I'm like, listen, he's, he's addicted to crack cocaine. He's an addict. Um, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve love. And mm-hmm. so I feel mm-hmm. like if I love him for everything that he is and accept it for like, not judge it, just hold it as, as he is and be like, all right, well, you have all these things wrong with you, but I still love you, my dad, whatever. Um, it's easier for me. Like I feel like I kind of take the pressure off myself to have to try to do something for him and just yeah. accept the fact of, you know, who he is. I honestly, that with addiction, it's like, it's not really, a, it, it, the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. I really believe that it's connection with human people. Like it's the, it's, it's the, it's the, them wanting to, you know, heal themselves. It's not really mm-hmm. that they're addicted to crack cocaine. They're trying to heal themselves in their mm-hmm. own, like, you know, 
traumas and stuff. So if I can just be there for them without judging them and, you know, I think that'll also keep my boundaries. I think that's what keeps it, um, you know, healthy and good. So. I mean, as a viewer, I can tell you, um, in my family, we've dealt with addiction with my mom's uncles and things like that. And it's awesome what you guys have done. And I know it's been hard since like the beginning to now, like, it sucks that you've had to show all of it, the good, the bad, and the, you know, the times that he has done so well and he's bounced back and relapsed and things like that. But I think it's good what you guys do because this is what families go through every day. I mean, I have two uncles who unfortunately the addiction won and they've passed away. Um, but this happens every day to people all the time. So it is good that you're sharing that because that's the real world. Yeah. I also, I feel like, like, to be honest, like me and Kate have a, have a, a process of like, Hey, listen, we got this, platform right that we didn't really ask for it just kind of fell into our lap so we can't we have a moral responsibility with this platform to not just have it be wasted like so expose that like not really expose but share with people so they can relate to this like if some maybe someone didn't know that they could do you know alan meetings or maybe someone didn't know about the certain treatments that my dad went through and that requires them to do this or do that like you know showing and being raw and vulnerable with these people it's not about something as serious as addiction it helps people just get the conversation talking. They may be sitting there watching the TV and seeing my dad, and then they look over at their own dad or their own uncle or whatever and go, damn, man, like we, this is like, we got to talk about this. Like, this is something we cannot just keep ignoring. And if these people can go on TV and talk about it to 3 million people every, every week, then, right. you know, maybe, you know, get the conversation started. And I honestly get it focused more on it being a mental issue. This is not something that no one wakes up every day and chooses to be a crackhead. It's just not exactly. Yeah. Like looking at it from that aspect and trying to educate people about it. It's an addiction. And that's the part that it's hard to, I mean, not to get off top of my husband, he had a friend who became addicted to opioids and he didn't understand. I was used to it in the sense of, I grew up with my uncles my entire life. So I kind of understood the in and out of prison, in and out of rehab, the whole situation, but he had never dealt with it. And he just couldn't understand like why the, he had become the way he had become. He was stealing in and out of jail. It's like, unfortunately this addiction is winning and until they realize that they no longer want to give it that power, which I, I don't know personally from my own personal experience, but from family, it's extremely hard. Like that addiction is just so strong. And it's, I totally get what you're saying, you know? Yeah. I'm really sorry about your uncles, by the way. That's hor- horrible because I feel like the opioid thing is just literally like it's taking over. I've lost probably 11 friends I went to school yeah. with. So That's sad. Like, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's important that like we get talking about that and people need to be comfortable talking like, you know, it's like we've got, we're getting better with depression. We're getting better with talking about depression and mental health and anxiety, but we need to get more comfortable with talking about addiction on that same level of it's, it's an illness. It's, it's a mental health epidemic crisis. Like yeah. it needs that way and treated that way, not criminally. So I, um, oh, I agree because putting these people in jail, that doesn't do nothing. So nothing, mean, nothing <laughs> that's at all. all. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay, fun yes. question. What's the best and worst parts about being on a, a really popular TV show? Okay, so I feel like the best part is, um, I guess the best part, like, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about, like, let me share my story, how that, how just little things that I show with my reality and what I do in life actually helps people. Um, and like I said, the platform you've been given has just been amazing. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the best people connect with random individuals all over the world is like awesome. You know, like to talk to someone from India and they're like, Oh my gosh, they don't speak good English, but they were really inspired by you. And it's just amazing. Uh, I think the worst part to be honest is like, it's great and all, but like part of your job is literally being 
ridiculed and judged and dissected and like you know by society's big old magnifying glass and and like could you mm. imagine every little thing you said or did anything you talked about with someone else was filmed and then split apart and then just dissected to the mm. core i mean a lot of people would be like oh shit like yeah like damn so i feel like being like constantly judged and ridiculed for just everyday things is like the worst part because yeah, they don't really see that what the editors put together like they don't know that that five minute conversation was actually 25 minutes and they mm-hmm. only put the part about it in there so um yeah so i think like just constantly being you know dissected every little mi- move you make or word you say kind of, uh it's stressful but yeah and i don't even I see that I don't even think it's the editor's fault. I just think it's people being stupid because I can watch a show and know full well that a lot of shit is going on that I don't fucking see. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. that I've been on TV, but to me, that's common sense. People mm-hmm. don't get that. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, in this three minutes, this is like what this person did all fucking day. No. Exactly. So yes, that would kill you. me. How do you deal with like the hate? Like, as I know you have to get it because you have a huge following. Like the hate, like social media is like cruel. I, I mean, we've gotten it. I mean, minuscule, like from just a few guests that we've had that people don't like for whatever reason. You're like, oh, how could you have them? And blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, then just don't listen. Like, get over it. (laughs) So, and that's like on the tiniest level possible. How do you deal with it on your platform? Because I'm sure, I mean, I haven't gone scrolling through your comments, but I'm sure there's haters because that's just the way it is. Like, how do you deal with it? How do you and Kate deal with it? Just like me, like, um, I just go off the fact that they don't, what they're talking about so i try to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're just ignorant and it's not their fault because they're just going off of what they're watching but like i said going back to you know it is common sense like yeah there's five million camera crews around us there's you know we had a 25 minute conversation you're watching three minutes of it like mm-hmm. you think like that but they don't so um but i just kind of deal with it like you know what they're they're forming their opinion through their perception of their own truth right. like i can't tell them they're wrong for that because that's what they watch and that's the opinion they crafted from watching that. Um, and honestly, like, I just feel like, you know, um, they don't know who I am. They know what they know, what they know, but they don't know who I am. Like the people that really matter are the people that in my family, my, you know, my friends, people who have met me and said, Oh, well, I've talked to him. He was pretty decent or whatever. Like really know me are the people that I really care about. So it's like the negative. And honestly, listen, it's teen mom. It's, it's the easiest show to hate on the planet. Like, are you, yeah, No, I get it. I get Here's the thing is people don't understand that. I get the haters point of view. Yeah. We got pregnant at 16 and, and, it, and that's a taboo thing. And, um, you know, we got, we got put on this TV show and we got this opportunities came a knocking, but like, I'm not going to keep apologizing for it. Like, I, I, well, it, it, I, I mean, I've seen comments be like, you know, they're famous for nothing or they're famous because they got, they're glorifying pregnancy. But okay. in my opinion, as a fan, I would say, obviously, as we know, statistically, Pregnancy, teen pregnancy has gone down, whether it's from the show or not, I don't know, but it has gone down. And no offense to people, like, if I were you or any of the people that have been on your guys' shows, whether it's Amber, Mace, whomever, you name a million of them. If someone's going to give me this kind of an opportunity, you're damn right I'm taking it. Like, hello, right. bye, Felicia. So <laughs> I just think people don't think. They, they, funny. You're 29 now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you graduated in 2010 from high school? Oh, shit. 2009? Yeah, yeah, 2010. Yeah, so I was 2011, and that I do remember that being a very taboo thing with the parents because they had never seen a show like that before. Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, I'm a little bit younger, so they were like, oh, you let your kids watch that? They're glorifying it. 
they're Bible belt. Like, like they only preach abstinence. Well, why do you think people are getting pregnant in fucking Nebraska? Because y'all don't talk about it and you just say, oh yes, Jesus Christ. And then wonder why. (laughs) So that was my take on it. Yeah, no, you're actually right in the demographic too. So that's like, that was, yeah. Like, so uh, when that whole happened, we actually had to go, people don't probably remember this, but me and Kate, we had to go and, and do an interview with Matt Lauer on the Today Show and pretty oh. much. The- oh, wow. Yeah, it was. And we were like 17 years old. So I was like, oh, my mom used to watch Matt Lauer. Cool. <laughs> <You> know, <something. laughs> but like it ended up being like the thing where it was like I had to literally defend like what I was doing what and why to share my story uh, with Matt Lauer. And I was kind of in my head. I'm like, wow, like like this is crazy. And that's kind of when it solidified in my head. Like, Wow this show is kind of important. Like we need, this needs to come out. We need, as a society, we need to accept that this is a, you know, this happening and it's real and we need to talk about it because I've had millions of moms write to me and say, thank you so much for opening the door of the conversation with my daughters and my son that I felt very uncomfortable to do so. But MTV actually like, allowed that to happen. So like, like you were saying with the Bible belt people, like if they would have just let that broke that down a little bit and not let religion cloud their closed mind, it, they yeah. would have, you know, this is a very important issue that you, your kid may learn something from it. So, I mean, and like you said, they, the, the, the numbers did go down and they, um, there's a lot of articles kind of referencing the timeline of when 16 and pregnant aired a year later, a year later. So, um, and as the, as the pregnancy rate went down, our ratings just went up. So there's kind of like, I mean, it was, it's almost too hard to ignore that the fact that this show was, is important. I still feel. And I also think that someone maybe who like tuned in last night's to last night's episode may not get it because yeah, you guys, it's, I mean, it's different. It's 11 years later. You know, you guys are adults. You guys have additional children. You, you know, you guys have gone on to do your careers, things like that. But people don't realize, like, someone like myself who has watched from 16 and pregnant, like, I remember the struggles you and Caitlin went through as far as, like, you know, living with your parents and getting out in the toxic environment. And I mean, all of you guys, not just you and Caitlin specifically, but, you know, Kale from uh, Team Mom 2 and me, all everybody, you know. And I think they forget that part where, like, yes, Thank God their lives have turned out to be really good because of the opportunities. But you guys still struggled. You guys still, and I think they forget that part that like, you didn't just all of a sudden have this big, beautiful house that you built. And it's like, oh, they're all rich and driving, you know, I don't know what you drive, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like that. (laughs) You still have your, what was it? Your um, Camaro? I got Challenger. Your Challenger. There you go. (laughs) Um, But like, they don't realize that there was a time where you didn't have a Challenger and you were living with your mom and like, you know, all of that. And so I think they forget about that. You still had to like go through life in the process, even though maybe you had some opportunities along the way. Yeah. That's what, that's kind of what comes back to my point, but I'm not, I'm done apologizing for that. Like, and, and people don't understand that. Like me, our, where we come from, our families were just, it's, it was littered in with, with, with just generational abuse and trauma. Mm-hmm. It was just constant. So like, um, me and Kate, even when we first moved out, even season one, we got season, the first 16 of people got paid nothing. Season right. one got paid nothing. Like it was like, cause we did, we were young. We didn't know what we were doing, you know, you so know any better. we'll film some more for your guys' big corporate, you know, rating. Yeah. No, we got our first apartment and we had futon and milk crate. That was our couch. And I was yep. a pizza. Like there are things that people just don't really don't remember. remember. Yep get it so i but but like i said that's why i understand they watch it now they're like what the hell like right act up at 16 and look at them now they're you know so it's like, i get there i get the haters point of view i just think um they're 
they don't really they're not being real with themselves. If the opportunity came knocking, they take it. I'm so, with you. I mean, that's just that's just reality. Come on, that's real you, life, honey. Yeah, don't take. Then you're dumb. No, correct. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so no, you correct. Know, come from this opportunity came knocking. We're open and flying open. I mean, this is like. You know what it reminds, like, not even reminds me, but, like, everybody's judging this Gorilla Glue girl. I don't know if you heard the story with the girl with the Gorilla Glue hair. No. Okay, you have to research it. It's all over, like, TikTok everywhere. But everybody's pissed off. Basically, she glued a wig to her head. Basically. Long story short. But everybody's pissed at her right now because she's, like, kind of getting famous from it. But I'm like, listen, if you guys are going to follow and watch and like, and this girl's going to make her little coins out of it, you can't be mad at people for that. Like, you got to do what you got to do. They're getting mad at her because she's getting some notoriety? Correct. Correct. It's like, I mean, I'm not going to Gorilla Glue my hair, Tyler, personally, because <laughs> I'm just not. But if something happens and people want to make it go viral, well, hey, make it go viral. Like, I'm not going to stop you. And here's my thing. What is wrong with society where we, why are we not cheering other people on? Why are we getting so, why are we getting so egotistical where it's like, wait, what? No, I'm, you know. Yes. I, like what? You got to be able to cheer for other people. If you're right. not success, you will never enjoy your own. You have got to like, you got to like put it out there. It's crazy. Everyone's so. God damn! How can you? How can you hate on this girl? She got first of all, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Hey guys, so who does not want white teeth? Am I right? If you're coffee drinkers like Vanessa and myself, you know the struggle with the inevitable stains that are going to come with drinking three or more cups of coffee a day. There are so many teeth whitening products on the market that it could be hard to choose, but since we started working with Smile Brilliant, we have learned a lot when it comes to choosing your teeth whitening solution. The number one product recommended by a dentist are custom-fitted trays that you get, obviously, at your dentist office, but anyone who goes to the dentist on the reg knows that those are very, very expensive. With Smile Brilliant's Lab Direct process, you can have custom-fitted teeth whitening trays at a fraction of the price without a single visit to the dentist. Using an exact model of your teeth, Smile Brilliant's lab technicians will handcraft your trays to ensure the best possible results. Simply order the system at smilebrilliant.com using your coupon code GIRLY for 30% off. You make your dental impressions at home and return them to Smile Brilliant using the prepaid envelope provided. In a matter of a week, Smile Brilliant will have your trays back in the mail. Again, that's smilebrilliant.com. Use code GIRLY at checkout for 30% off your purchase. So let's get into some more questions that we had for you. So I know it's not Matt Lauer, but like, have you met anyone that's your, that you have been completely just like starstruck by that you never thought you would get to meet in person? Okay, so there's like two that come to mind. The first one's Steven Tyler. You met at the airport. And like Who? this, and Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Oh, oh yes. Okay. He, uh, Very cool. He's got some swag to him. He, he, we saw him in the airport and like, you would think some like royal guy is walking down, but like, it was crazy because they actually had, um, they had a, um, one of his team members like scream Kanye West is over there. So everyone ran over to try to see where Kanye was. And then he just like kind of snuck right by the crowd. And I was like, oh my God, Stephen Todd, he had feathers coming down his hair. He had like, like long, I mean, he had a dog in his hair. It was crazy. So funny. He, he actually, he knew who we were and he asked Kate how the babies were doing and it was I was just like what like that's so cool yeah <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah so that was crazy and then the other one um was kind of out of nowhere I don't know if you know who Hayden Panettiere is but she used oh to be, I like, do a, I know yeah so called yes. hero. it's a blonde thing I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I was like I know yeah she actually 
ran up to Kate with like tears in her eyes and she was like thanked her and was just like, I want to thank you so much because I had postpartum depression and I got ragged on it for it. And you just went and sharing your story after that happened. Like it just opened the doors for other people to be more compassionate towards the situation. And she was like telling Kate how you know amazing she thought she was and um, that she's a big fan of the show um, and stuff like that. So those are probably the two that like really stand out. The other ones that we met were kind of just in passing, like after mm-hmm. the award. I don't go to those award shows no more because why not? Because like I don't think people get it, but like I feel so like out of place. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is not. I don't. I don't need to be. Tyler, this. you need to be up there. Like, hey, I'm here. No. I'm sorry. No. You take it all. Every time they invite you, Tyler, you better go. You and you and Kate get real right. cute. They like. I, I don't know. It's overwhelming. Like, can you just get me right in the building? I want to just see the show. I don't want to do the red carpet, but like, it's just, I think when you, when I get in environments like that, it, that's when the all starts really hitting me. Like, wow, people really like, but they, 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 they really watch this. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's mind blowing, but like, I think uh, I would think it has to be kind of mind blowing. Cause you are you and you live your day to day normal life, but then the rest of us look at you and watch you and you're like, okay, you know what I mean? That, that's gotta fuck with your but, head a little bit. Every, Oh, so they say, hey, we're greenlit for another season. I'm like, what? Why? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, no way. I thought it was going to be the last one. Like, this is insane. Like, it's crazy. I also think it's because we don't, like, I didn't move to L.A. We and Kate didn't go move to L.A. We didn't move. So we didn't, like, I don't know. And people might think that's really stupid, but we didn't really embrace this whole, like, okay, let's, we're a celebrity. You guys have done good things. Like, you started your clothing line. Kate's done a lot of her little ventures, and you guys have written a book. You guys have done a lot of good things. <laughs> And, and like that kind of stuff, but I feel like, uh, like we didn't really like dive in and accept this whole like. I mean, we get opportunities all the time, and it's like, does that really fit with me? Yeah, I can make a lot of money, but like, no, I don't really want. It just doesn't fit with me. I don't like that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't lie to get that. Like, I don't know. It's just um, we kind of stay. Like I said, we stay in a little town. Like, so when I go to events like the red carpets, I'm just like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> like crazy. Well, it probably makes you seem like more like I don't know, awesome to people because they're like, well. Tyler, he's so damn busy. He can't even fucking make this award show. Holy shit. <laughs> Tyler <laughs> got, got like big, big shit going on. Because <laughs> I'm actually just chilling watching Netflix. Like, hey. Disney Plus is on. He's like, yeah, yeah. there's an award show tonight. Holy I'm shit. <laughs> um, another question that I think people would be upset if we didn't ask. Um, what's going on with your relationship with Carly's parents, your adoption, that whole situation? Like, Anything new? Did you guys get to see her again recently? I know the pandemic has affected yeah. everybody's life. The COVID thing actually really messed a whole bunch of stuff up. So we actually haven't seen her since the last time that um, they aired it. Mm-hmm. That was last year. No, <clears throat> dang, it's been COVID, man. It's been almost I know. Um, we haven't been able to see her, but we FaceTimed her a couple times. Um, and, and Nova and her were able to talk on the phone. Um, and we've gotten videos, uh, of her playing the violin, which she's like amazing at. Oh, like, awesome. Hey, I was like, what? I was like, that's my kid. <laughs> I learned for what? You're like, it's like, my kid. <laughs> it's a violin, but she's over there killing it. I'm like, what? But, um, yeah, she's, uh, she's doing really, really good. And Brandon Teresa, you know, we talk once in a while, uh, you know, probably like maybe, I mean, Kate does most of the communicating with them, um, mm-hmm. to, but um, you know, the FaceTiming videos are always fun, and we try to stay involved as much as we can. Um, so hopefully, we'll be able to see. Hopefully, we'll be able to see her like in person after this whole. Has she met thing. Beta yet? No, right? No, she has. Yeah. Okay, she has. Um, yeah. Another question I had 
does she know that you guys are her biological parents? She does. Yeah, they okay, actually she understands that. Also, it's Tyler and Caitlin. She doesn't really say birth mom or birth dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, does know that like I think they've explained it to her in a way of like you know you grew in her belly you know that's you know our love whatever so like they explained it to her way that she can understand I don't right. really know if they've gone into detail now that she's a little older about everything but um she definitely knows that um you know we're her biological parents so right great you know so that, that way I don't gotta like walk around and be like oh you know I'm just Tyler some you know yeah yeah, yeah I would imagine I mean I definitely like Again, thank you to you guys. I learned a lot about open adoption and things like that. And I think it's amazing that you can still have, even though I know it's been tough and there have been a lot of trials and tribulations between your relationship with your, you know, you and Kate and Brandon and Teresa, but it is still great that you guys still, no matter what, have that option of having some form of dialect and communication. Um, so I think it's amazing what you guys have done where you guys can still, even though you're her biological, however you guys want to like refer to however she understands it as she gets older, that you can have all of that. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a big, um, kind of the most amazing thing as far as I forgot to mention it's about, um, like kind of like what is shocking the most about that. Like I didn't realize that open adoption just wasn't really represented at all. Like no one. I I think until you guys, I didn't know about it. Honestly, I didn't either adoption at all until I you know went down the road to to do it myself but like once I started getting flooded with letters it like women I mean there are so many women who who have done this and have not talked about it they mm-hmm. kind of down to not speak about it and like um I just gotten flooded with letters of people saying thank you so much to show me that there's a different way uh there's a different option out there that like oh yeah. my gosh you know you think about adoption and it's like immediately you're like oh my god you know done maybe, Pop off the baby at the Catholic church and you run away and you know, that's Mm -hmm. it. I mean, I have an adopted cousin, um, in our family and we're all the same age. So, I mean, we were babies whenever he was adopted. So I don't know that whole process, but he's adopted and that's it. He's our family. We'd never really have spoken about his birth family or really anything like that. So it is, it was nice to learn that there are other options out there than just like you said, just like, here's a baby run and never speak of it again kind of thing. Yeah, and I also think it also put birth parents on a different, um, kind of a different level and platform because we always get looked at and portrayed like psychos in the Lifetime movies. We're hiding in the bushes. Right, you dropped your baby (laughs) off and ran. Yeah. (laughs) So it was nice to hear other birth parents write to us and say, like, thank you so much for to show me, you know, how this operation really works and that, like, oh my gosh, there's other people that really, like, open adoption exists where you don't have to just cut off contact. And honestly, a lot of, like, psychology shows that, like, you know, open adoption is always emotionally healthier. I would think so. More opportunity for the child to, to, to get love and nurtured and also not have identity crisis issues. So, um, I'm really happy and proud that we were able to like kind of bring adoption to the, um, you know, to the forefront of the world. I feel like I, it's, and it's still people to this day still b- don't believe that like, this is something that you can do. They're just like, Oh wow. You can actually talk to your bill and like, you can actually like have it. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I have a question that I've always wanted to ask you watching your show. And if you don't want to answer, it's totally fine. Um, we talked about it earlier, like hindsight, if you knew then what you knew now, like if you knew that you and Caitlin were going to get this huge platform and become as successful as you guys have and you know totally your life was totally different than when you started on 16 and pregnant would you have then made a different decision 
if you knew kind of thing? If I knew, see, I don't know. Actually, that's hard. It's hard to answer. Cause if I did, if we did know, I feel like, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't really know. It's do. okay. It's okay. If you don't know, I've always, as again, like I said, I've watched you guys since oh. the beginning and I wonder like if they knew them, would they have made different decisions kind of thing? Because knowing that our parents weren't going to be together forever. Like, you know, people got to understand at this time, it was like, they were, they were, you know, cracked out together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm or getting evicted every other week. Like, so it just seemed like something that was never going to end. So that's a great, great, I hope, I mean, I would hope to say that we would be like, Oh no, like we're going to parent this child. We're going to, we're going to, you know, get out. Cause we know in our heads, we're going to get out of here. Right. Um, right. But, uh, I don't know if it really had to do any, it has to do with anything about like the success and financial part. I think it's more or less because if, if we would have decided to parent Carly, I don't think me and Kate would, um, like necessarily be as strong as we are because that actually kind of forced us I to agree. like really our own selves. And it mm-hmm. gave us, and I don't have had time to focus on that. If we had Carly, it would have been, dist- we would have been distracted with raising her that we would never have been. Who knows if we'd even be together and have a Nova and a Veda. That's what I'm saying. Like if, babies a- tear people apart, especially at 16. <laughs> yeah. And me did a lot of us growing up. Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy that we grew in love instead of grew out of love with each other. Yeah, which grew, is amazing. You know, and so I don't know. That's a good question, though, man. I, I don't, <laughs> we don't know. It's okay. You don't have to have the answer. I just, it was something that, like, honestly, as a fan, I've always watched and wondered. Because, and I guess it's one of those that we'll never really know because life played out the way it was. But I guess since I have the opportunity of having you here, I had to just ask. <laughs> I know. I get it. I get it. That's a, hey, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm full of good questions. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you are what are you into hobby wise if you even have time for hobbies? <laughs> oh no, I I uh I mean hobby for me though I do a lot of a lot of writing. Read a lot, but I read really weird stuff like like <laughs> just random like biographies and, and and boring uh like science books but about the universe and stuff. I also like to read a lot about different religions and stuff. So I don't know, I got a lot of different uh I break so I, I go wherever I want to go. But writing is probably my main um, thing that I like to do. Uh, escape. <clears throat> I, I like to read about cults, so it's not too weird for me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, Wicca is like a crazy religion. Like, this is crazy. But like, yeah, just for example, that's like the last thing I read. So like, I whoa, just, Heaven's Gate, Waco. Like, I look into like all that stuff. That's what <laughs> fascinates me. I'm a, I'm pretty a strange person. <laughs> but what's it like when the cameras are off and it's just you, Kate and the girls? Oh God, it's, it's honestly like it is when they're filming. We just kind of do our own thing. We, we, um, it's a lot less quieter. I mean, it's, it's like, like chill, like, dang man, the cameras are gone. We don't kind of like, you know, people don't understand like when there's three different camera guys around, you can't just get up and like walk straight. You gotta like, it's just like, it's just crazy. Like, like, right. Or constantly around. If you want to like go have a conversation on the phone real quick, you got to take your mic off in case they use the recording. You know, you just, there's just so many different things going on. So when the cameras aren't here, it's just like, ah, you feel you can breathe for a second. Um, but that's the one, that's the only difference that it makes is that the camera crew ain't in my way when I'm trying to walk around my house. <laughs> well, I feel like what when you have to pee, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. The, no, the microphone's on. They're, they're here. Oh, they're, you. oh yeah. That's it. Like if you had to like, not to be gross, like take a shit. If, yeah. If like, you had to take a no, shit, let's say it was going to be loud. Are you allowed to take the camera off then? Oh no. The, the, I mean, they'll follow you into the door. Door shuts. Oh God. <laughs> Tyler, I can't even fart in front of my husband, and we've been together for over 10 years. I can't oh, have a camera. 
I would die. I would die. Like personally, like there are certain things, like I said, I've been with my husband 10 years and I still like, will like go to the other room to fart. Okay. I can be on live television going to the bathroom. I would die. <laughs> I'm, listen, it's funny because Kate, someone asked Kate the other day, like, what's your biggest regret about what, like, what's the biggest thing you regretted filming? And she said, I was so regret filming them. Me, uh, me taking a pregnancy test like season i don't even know three or four and the the uh the producer said oh we're only gonna show your shoulder part of you looking down at the test when you're on the toilet and she was like okay sure whatever no no they used the whole wide shot no literally next time not happening She was so pissed. She watched it. And she was like what the hell am i she called our producer right away and was like you bitch like what the <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know it's it's it's, it's invasive it's definitely invasive uh but once you get used to it you just kind of like you almost tell them like, hey i'm gonna take a shit leave me alone you know like take the thing off you know i'm out of here whatever but well i guess and that's another thing we're like i it's we forget that it has been 11 years and you guys are not they're, yeah. they're your crew i get that but i know one of them is the godparent to your daughter nova so it's, it's a different kind of relationship oh yeah it's like hey you need to cut right now because we're doing some, you know? <laughs> do you guys ever, that's another question, if, if you can answer, like, do you ever say, like, cut this shit, like, this is, like, not going on, or, like, or do you no, guys just say because it is? Because do that a lot. Like, a lot of cast members will, like, shut down a whole shoot. Yeah, I know, say, I've seen it. Like, and, and which blows my mind because you get paid stupid money so I don't care what you're, you literally can just be in your own, you can cook dinner, make your kid a sandwich, but film it, let them film you. Um, so I don't, I never understand that. Um, it's your job. So to, to, to be able to, you know, a whole crew, you get to leave the whole day. Um, but I'm like the crew, crew members are typically very respectful when it comes to like what you want to do. Uh, yeah. But, um, like, it's it's uh you have to build that bond though. If you don't have a bond with that with that producer or that crew, it's like it can be woo. awkward. Yeah, I can imagine because then yeah, like it's just awkward. What yeah. would be for you, Tyler? Like now that you have had, thank God, so much success and you have you know such a great platform that you're on, and like you said earlier, you have so many opportunities. What would be like a dream project for you? Okay, so a dream project for me, I would love to just flip the crap out of houses. Any yes. chance? I don't really care what it would be. It could be a TLC, it could be a HGTV, A&E. I don't give a shit what it is. You can do I would, that. I would love to just flip houses because I'm I'm doing my second one right now. It's getting about ready to sell it. So You're doing like, another one? Yeah, my, my very first, the one that my mom and or, or my sister and my dad destroyed. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, I call it the charity crack. That one. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm selling that. Uh, and after doing this is my third house that, I, that I've actually gotten renovated. I just feel like it's, I love it so much. Something I just, oh, I could do it like and, and love it every single day. I could so. see you doing that because the house that you guys are in now, that beautiful like octagon, like amazing. That, I don't know if you've seen it, Terry, but it is beautiful. And they did, I don't remember who you did it with, but they showed like they did a spread on the house and everything. It's gorgeous. I mean, you guys did an, I think you did most of the work. No offense to Caitlin. I love her, but I think you were the one that was like super involved in like, you kicked ass. Like that house is yeah. fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. Cause I like that. That would be like my dream, my dream job though. But I actually talked to a producer about doing it for single moms. I think it'd be a really like, I, yes. you know, my mom, I would love <laughs> back in almost like an extreme makeover way. I was um, just going to say you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. You know what you would yeah. be good at? An extreme makeover it, edition. 
and, and agree with me about this, that in today's society, don't you miss watching the emotional, like, move that, but I want to see, like, so, something that hits me in the gut and twists and, like, oh. That, I was so just going to say, because I watched that show as well. I'm a reality I mean, TV show fucking junkie, apparently. No, I love but, that. Like, I would cry. But yes, those are shows that, like, exactly like what you said, and you should take that to, like, I don't know who, I know you got people and whatever, because there are, like, think about, like, okay, Habitat for Humanity. They do that all the time, at least here in South Florida. Why not Why not film that and actually show the, the great things that, like, I mean, if my if something could have, like, that could have happened for my mom when she was raising us would have been amazing. But like, hey, my mom that, was a single mom, so. But, uh, yeah, well, in my other dream one was it was Reunited. I don't know if you watched that, but I, it, was a, it was a show that I pitched, um, and it got to air. I aired a pilot episode, and it was about reconnecting um, a strange family member. So I got a, um, a girl, Katie, who um, adopted, and she was on a certain I do remember course. that, yes. Okay. Of course yeah, I so it's all Reunited. They, they, I pitched it to MTV as like kind of my passion project. They said, yeah. But they passed on it because they said it was too, um, it was too emotional. It was too deep. You know what so, you would be, do you, have you ever watched, which I think you and Kate both would be fucking perfect for, um, on TLC, Long Lost Family? Oh, uh, I think I've heard of it. I've heard of Long Lost Family. So it's basically, and that's why I think you guys would be perfect. It's people who have put their children up for adoption years ago. So these are people that have like no case files. Like everything is like back oh. in the day, like, and they dig, I mean, they dig and do a lot of work. And there's like this one couple that reminds me of you and Kate, where they actually stayed together. They ended up having four more girls, if I remember. And the one that they gave up for adoption was their only boy that they had had ever. Uh, and they reunited with him. Like, I think he was like in his thirties or whatever it was, but it's oh. just amazing to see. Like I cry, me and my husband cry every single time I watch this show. Like it literally gives me the chills talking about it. You guys would be great for something like that because people love that shit. Like who doesn't yeah. love like a happy ending? Exactly. Well, it's crazy because like reunited was kind of like my, it was like my, my idea that I, you know, if team mom's done, like, let's just do this. Um, but we had different bosses then. So they thought it, they said it was too, uh, well, I too support deep. it. I think those are great ideas. Yeah, so I think it'd be great. I would love to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, we'll see what happens with the TV world after this Team Mom stuff, if it ever ends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fine with Team Mom staying on, but I wouldn't be mad if you did other things as well. <laughs> Elderly moms or whatever they're going to do. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know more. All right, Ty. So before we let you go, because this interview has almost gone for an hour, believe it or not. Um, what is something that you have never told anybody else that has interviewed you? Something exclusive to grow Why? Oh, man. I <laughs> Yeah. What if I just said never... they, they follow him into the bathroom? Like, what could it be? I don't know. It was on my list of questions. <laughs> I gotta get them all out there. Oh man, I I, I, I have no idea. I you're I pretty know. much like an open book. I think. Yeah, I'm like trying to feel like Dane. Why I got any secrets? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Where, I... uh, <laughs> Where are Caitlin and your girls right now? Last question. Uh, she's downstairs actually making dinner, and Beta is running around like a, like a bad shot. I can hear her down there. <laughs> See, my awesome. and she's she comes home from school, and she's pretty cra- She's a pretty creative kid. Like she kind of takes the iPad, tosses it, and gets right into her art cabinet. So she's down there Aww. coloring. <laughs> I love her. She's so cute. All your kids, honestly, all of them are beautiful. You guys make beautiful children. They're adorable. We love you guys, Terry. Anything else you want to bother him with before we let him go? Because this has almost gone on for about an hour. No, I know. I could keep them all day. I know. I could, too. <laughs> but no, this was fun. Thank you so much. Well, 
let, let, let me come back sometime. Maybe I'll have Kate with me next time or something. You know, I don't know. We'll Tyler, you and Kate, your children, the whole squad, your mom, but you name <laughs> them, everybody, you guys are always welcome on our show. I love you guys. Okay. I'm always watching. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, Tyler. Thank you so much. I loved having you guys. And yes, please come back. Please. Okay. Maybe next <laughs> I want some wine. Um, next time I come out here, I'm going to have some wine, too. I got some champagne. Yeah. Yes. Yes, honey. This is oh, Girl Wine Podcast. Thanks. We don't play. She popped some boo for this interview. <laughs> I popped boo for you. I was like, you know, Tyler's pretty important. I'm going to pop boo because it's fucking Tyler. And I was even, I actually oh. texted my husband before. I was like, okay, so I'm going to have Tyler on blah, blah. And he knew, even my husband knew who you guys were because I make him watch. You make your husband Duh. You make your <laughs> I'm sure Caitlin makes you watch shit. Like, you know what it is with you men? Like, he pretends he doesn't watch, but he knew exactly who you guys were. As soon as I sent him the picture, he's like, oh, shit. Like, you know, he was all about it kind of thing. I'm like, oh, but you don't watch. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm a little nervous, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, he's a cool guy. Like, he, he acts like he knew you or something. I'm like, okay, thanks, honey. <laughs> so yeah, you did great. I loved it, Tyler. I, I appreciate it. I bet it's no, I, I, I'll come on here again whenever you want, but I have a lot of guys that come up to me and will say the same thing. They'll be like, Hey, like, uh, yeah, you're Tyler. I'm like, yeah, I'm Tyler. And they're like, man, like, I can't believe, well, you know, I mean, my, my girlfriend makes me watch sometimes. So I kind of knew who you were, but like, <laughs> makes me. All right, I got Trust it. me, as soon as I sent him the phone, he's like, oh, shit. He knew exactly who. Like, I didn't have to be like, oh, T. No, he knew. And even like when I text him, he's like, oh, he's cool. He's cool. I'm like, oh, because you know him, right? <laughs> All right, Tyler. I'm not going to keep any longer. Tell your girls we love them. Give them all our best. And yes, we will definitely be bothering you. You guys are welcome anytime. All right, love. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.